What's up, you guys? Does capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and by giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism. And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 30 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. I'm your host, Lydia, and this week I went lazy river slash whitewater rafting. And I'm your host, Courtney, but I I also went lazy rivering. (laughs) Whoa, that's so crazy, dude. (laughs) Is it because we're in the same province? What? (laughs) Surprise, everybody. Guys, we are recording together live for the first time ever. Zoom meeting in person, if you will. Yeah, we literally still have a Zoom meeting going because we can't figure out um, how to record <laughs> without it. So we have a Zoom meeting. We have cameras. Lydia built a whole freaking studio yeah, in her basement, guys. We are stepping it up. Yeah, we sure are. There's hello blankets around us. It's all going great. <laughs> Swimmingly, if you will. Except for Courtney's laptop is really overheating. I finally understand what you mean by... Yeah, I'm so sorry. How it's always just going My off. My audio okay. is also picking up your talking. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, guys. I don't know what we're going to do about that. So <laughs> I'm so sorry in advance about the audio on this episode. It probably sucks. No, I, we might be a little muddy, but maybe it'll it's be fine, okay. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Anyways, <laughs> we're in person. I'm in Ontario. We went lazy rivering this week, which was which was fun. It yeah, was very, it was very slow. lazy. Yeah, it was so slow. Oh, my God. They told us it would take us like two hours. And I think it took us like two and a half. It was, yeah. <laughs> it it was, was so lazy that it was active because in a lot of points we weren't moving. So we just had to like paddle. Yeah. So it became an actual like active paddling activity rather than lazy. Rivering. Yeah. But you know what? The experience. It's all about the experience, man. And we saw a guy who was like lying down in his tube or whatever. And he's so, just that like, was not a guy. <laughs> we saw a person. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> and they were just lying like back down on the tube, like not even really looking where they're going, just like paddling with their arms out of the tube. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but we also saw an otter, yeah. a river otter yeah. in Ontario, which I've lived here. I used to live here. For 22 years. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that otters lived in Ontario. No, me neither. It was such a beautiful little moment. We saw hella blue herrings. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty sick. It was cool. Yeah, it was a good time. We definitely recommend. Yeah. But yeah, we're here. <laughs> Together at last. Hey, what's up, you guys? That was the time of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. As you may remember, last week we talked about Scientology and the diamond industry. And on our Instagram at very.unimportant.people, we asked you guys some questions. So let's get into it. Are you or anyone you know involved now or in the past in Scientology? 89% of you said no. Oh. 11% of you said yes. Oh. I am That's interesting. deeply, deeply intrigued. If you are, oh my God, I know them. <laughs> a 
okay, I'm messaging you tonight, girl. <laughs> so the next question, we'll keep you guys updated on that one. The next question was, if you had the money and the fame, would you join Scientology? I asked this because I felt like Scientology made a little bit of a compelling case in some of the instances about, you know, healing your trauma, going through therapy, that kind of stuff. It's just the basics. Yeah, but then you hit us with all the negatives. And right. I think that kind and of, we lost a lot. We kind of, of fell out of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 100% of you are rational humans and said oh, no. Oh, good. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. I know, right? And next, we got the diamond industry. Do you want to get slash receive? Best friend. Do you want to get or receive? Oh, man. That's not what I meant to say. Whatever. A diamond engagement ring? 38% of you said, yes, you want a diamond engagement ring. Ooh, Very I cool. like those 62% odds. said no, though. That's kind of a lot. Sick. That's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to lie. The next nice. question was some tea. If someone told you that the engagement ring you have is pawned, but still real, would you be upset that it wasn't brand new? 27% of you said yes. You would be upset that it wasn't a brand new ring. That's less than I thought. Like, I thought really? that most people would be upset. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. I was mm. like, damn, there's a two. Like, they... Okay, go off. And the last question was, are diamonds forever? 67% of you said nope. Because <laughs> as you may have seen in our we previous post... Um, <laughs> what did you say last week, Courtney? Diamonds can be shattered, uh, chipped, discolored, or even incinerated to ash. <laughs> yep, diamonds uh, are so forever. Thank you so much for participating in the poll, everybody. We had a really good time. And uh, we are posting the polls every Tuesday slash Wednesday. So make sure that you tune in and we will Get see your you answers in. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Honestly, guys, we don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> We're so used to being on Zoom. It's this is really like full on in person, but it's fine. We're going to get into it. Lydia's yeah. going to start her opinion now. Okay, let's go. And we're go. just going to get into the flow of it. Please ignore us. <laughs> okay, guys. So this week, um, I want to talk to you guys about Walmart. And I know that this might seem like kind of stupid because Walmart, it's just a store where you go in, you buy things and you leave. Little did you know that the employees at Walmart actually have to put up with a lot in terms of like training and kind of being in a little bit of a cult situation, possibly. And this weird mindset where everybody is just so happy to be there and everybody wants to help everybody. And then behind closed doors, it's just not like that at all. Uh-uh. And <laughs> nothing it's ever like one is. of the worst employers, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. They don't pay their people enough at all. In fact, they actually keep them at this kind of 30 minimum hour work week for full time so that they still can use um, like taxpayer money maximum yeah no minimum minimum like 30 hours for full time so like you know how normally it's kind of like 36 or 40 hours for full time Mm -hmm. they just cap it at 30 and they're like you can only really work 30 so that they keep them below minimum would be you have to work at least yeah i guess so but you don't get overtime if you go over 30 interesting yeah (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. They're kind of weird about it. And they're kind of a little 
suspicious. So let's get into it. Suspicious. Let's say that you, lucky you, got hired at Walmart. Yay! Yay! You go in for your first day and they tell you that your first day, maybe up to your first week, depending on how long it takes, is just going to be eight hours of training. You're like, okay, that's kind of a lot of training, but I'm going to go in. So you go into this eight hours of training and they put you and maybe six other people in a windowless room and... (laughs) They put this video on, which is essentially anti-union propaganda, and they make you watch it for eight hours straight, and you get, like, one lunch break, and you get two 15-minute breaks during that entire day. I feel like (laughs) if I was locked in a room, if a company hired me and were like, we're going to make you watch eight hours of anti-union propaganda, I'd walk out of that room and be like, I'm going to start a union. (laughs) Dude, that's fishy that's so weird fishy. i would be like uh-uh yeah absolutely it's so no way but they prey on people who like kind of are, have nowhere else to go or just don't care enough to form a union like sometimes it's yeah. just people who have just started working there and to be honest once you get up in the ranks of walmart you actually do get paid a little bit more but like it's still it's still rough at the beginning so rough that this woman named barbara henrich wrote a book called nickeled and dimed where she talks about the many different jobs that you can have and like how they actually don't help you make money and how you actually are still kind of going to be poor and she wrote in detail about the cult of sam which is what they call walmart in the book named after the founder sam waltson (laughs) i was about to say i'm always surprised that we don't like come at the founder of walmart like we come at like elon musk and jeff bezos and all these people but Somehow nobody really knows who the founder yeah. of Walmart is and, like, just flies under the radar, even though literally a billionaire. It's so weird. Awful to the world, awful to people, but we're like, right. he's good. Well. Or she. Isn't it the C? No, I think the it's the CEO. Maybe it is now, but Sam Walton died in 1992. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why people aren't like, fuck you, Sam Walton. Like, it's only really inside of Walmart that people have to, like, put up with and know about Sam Walton. Gotcha. Like, they put up his pictures in the staff rooms, in the break rooms. <laughs> they, like... So weird! I know, it's so uncomfortable. And, like, everybody knows who he is. And in the anti-union video... It's like a lot of him talking about how great it is to work at Walmart and how he started it from the ground up. So it's up. a video from like the 1980s that they're playing? Kind of, I guess nice. so. Yeah, they just like nice. playing like classic training, okay, right? right? I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> People have, well, this woman, um, Barbara, she referred to it as brainwashing employees. And um, they, a part of the videos is watching an employee go to prison for four years after stealing from the register. <laughs> it's a little extreme so they have a really big intimidation value um she talks about how you have to do a drug test before you can start working at walmart like make sure is that just in the states yeah 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 i don't think it's in canada i was that's my fun but i think it's illegal actually to drug test in canada yeah i feel like that should be a thing but in states like you can drug test pretty much anybody you want and they have to pay for it it's like a hundred dollars to get a drug test and you have to take it out of your own pocket before you even start working there hello uh, <laughs> what? Hello? i don't understand and they encourage the family aspect of walmart and we all know what that means when it comes it's, to jobs it's a call it's, going it's to a call run run if they're like hmm. Oh, we're God. a family here it means that they're going to exploit your labor yeah. ask you to work too many hours and not pay you for it undervalue yeah. your work overwork yeah no don't do it it's just not a good yeah, yeah no i mean don't. they make it sound so sweet and happy and everyone's like yeah we're a family but like dude 
we've all been screwed over by workplaces yeah. that say that they're like family. And the only reason that people become like family at work is if they're going through something traumatic. Like, you know how like traumatic oh, experiences so like true. bond people? If you're not going through shit at work, you're not bonded. Let me tell you <laughs> about Walmart. <laughs> this shit is crazy. They actually make it insane. So, yeah, they talk about how like unions are declining anyways mm-hmm. and that people hate being in unions and that no one's in a union anymore because the dues are too expensive and you lose your voice as an employee in a union. Whereas if you just work for Walmart as just a regular employee, not in a union, you have a voice and you it's can not true. tell people. No, it's literally it's not, not true. true. You just get paid under minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And they encourage them. They're like, oh, all our best ideas come from our employees. But like, no one listens to their ideas. Yeah, because everyone at Walmart is an employee. So like, they come from the director of marketing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they also learn about lying. how to clean up blood off the sales floor. And they learn about the dangers of bloodborne pathogens. That's suspicious. <laughs> she's like, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. So uncomfortable. And she's like, when, when would I need to use this knowledge? Like, why did they have to put that in the training video? <laughs> I had what that in happened? a training once, but it was because I worked at like a kids' gym right. where kids like ran around and hurt themselves and like yeah. threw up and stuff like that. <laughs> so it made sense. Yeah. But at like a retail store. What are you expecting to happen? I mean, the customers, though, at Walmart are kind of a different breed, too. I'm not going to lie. That's true. But I also feel like that's something that only, like, janitorial staff maybe need to know. Or, yeah. Like, not just the regular everyday employee. Everybody, yeah. Like, the cashier, I don't think <laughs> oh, they need to know. Such a good point. Um, Barbara also compared it to a dictatorship. <laughs> um, she says that it kind of dehumanizes you because it forces you to, like, hand in your urine like a part of you i guess ew. it makes you take a personality ew. test ew could you imagine passing like your boss oh a cup like of a your mile. urine <laughs> your warm pee <laughs> that would be worse Disgusting. than like the job interview where I she was know. like i hope you find friends could you imagine like- <laughs> just giving you the pee cup bro Ugh. it would be so uncomfortable but i mean it's all it's all a part of their like their like vetting process to get you in to like make, make sure you- you're like weak enough yeah exactly <laughs> they take a they make you take a personality test that would talk about whether you would steal from your employer or not i mean we've talked about this before like obviously it's just like stupid stuff like would you steal from your employer yes no, no. obviously no <laughs> like, who's gonna answer yes somebody that needs a job is gonna be like yes of course yeah obviously oh gosh it's so, so dumb so and then they also assess your personality for whether you are a loner and all your insecurities and then they hire you if you're a loner and have insecurities. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. If you're like a free thinker, as she puts it, uh-uh. they aren't going to hire you. Uh-uh. If no, you no. have ideas. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. We hate ideas no. here at Walmart. <laughs> um, she says managers are allowed to search your bags, surveil the staff room. Like you're constantly being watched. You're treated as a potential addict, slacker, and thief. And because of this, you start to lose respect for yourself since you're constantly reminded of your low place in society. And she said, and I quote, this is how they keep the the wages low. If you are made to feel unworthy enough, you may come to think that what you're being paid is what you're worth. And that's how they do it. (laughs) So sad. Like they really, they really go crazy for this stuff. So that's kind of the first little, Mm. I mean, there's so many red flags, but we'll call that, I guess, red flag number one. Okay. Just the onboarding process, the training process. Okay. So if you make it through that. Then you get to participate in the chants. 
you know what i've seen this this week i have like a very similar opinion to lydia's like we're on the same theme yeah and this videos of these chants are literally all over the internet if you search anything about like cults and workplace it's number one is walmart chance yeah yeah it's insane i I don't i didn't watch it i didn't want to like ruin it for me so please explain (laughs) it to me but i was like yeah i mean you guys feel free to like take a look literally just watch one of them and it's so uncomfortable it's so just like shocking and jarring one of the ones is that you have to spell out walmart to the tune of we will rock you (laughs) and they like stomp their feet clap their hands stomp their feet clap their hands and they're like we are we are walmart (laughs) that's kind of cool it's kind of fun i don't need that yeah it's kind of cute but like if you have to do it like every day i can imagine that you get pretty sick of it and there's different ones for the morning and for the afternoon so if you have to like work that shift then you have to do both if i was a customer and the customers like eat it up they just started chanting i would be like oh my god fucking god <laughs> <Yes>. i'm out <laughs> literally i'm so uncomfortable but the customers are just like yeah yeah there's one video where the customers are doing the chant with the employees no no the employees are in like a uh, circle uh, uh, uh. and there's the manager in the uh, middle uh, no. and he's like running no. around jumping up and down hyping people up in his freaking walmart uniform and all the customers are just like yeah walmart. that is terrifying it's so I, was, I think that Walmart's going to take over the world. They honestly might. And they it's do it so on the shopping scary. floor. Yeah, they literally will do it anywhere. On the shopping floor, like, in the middle of the day, they just have to do their little chants and stuff like that during their it's morning like meetings. mandated as part of, like, their job? Yeah. So like, if you people, don't do it, do you get fired? Some people, they you don't get fired, I don't think, maybe the first or second or third time. But some people have reported that they've been, like, ridiculed, not publicly, but at the Walmart. So I guess it is public. It's where... They will refuse to do the chant. Humiliate their staff. Yeah, they refuse to do the chant, and then if you they notice that you're like lip syncing or not doing the chant properly, they will ask you, single you out to lead the chant, and then you have to be the one doing the running around and doing absolutely not repeat after me bullshit. Uh 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 uh. uh, uh. Guys, quit, quit. If you work at Walmart, quit. Just if you have to put up with this shit at all in any sense of the way, like this is just not right. Like. I think embarrassing other people like that is also yeah. a part of like an initiation or like a cult type of thing where they I, put you down and then publicly humiliate you. I'm not 100% sure about this one, I but I feel understand like, it too. <laughs> like company culture a little bit more with companies that actually pay their employees enough to deal with it. Yeah. But for a minimum wage job, <laughs> if somebody was trying to like get me to be all culty and chant and initiate me into the company yeah i would just go and get a different minimum wage job <laughs> like it's yeah. not that special I know. it's yeah it's so like it's what are the odd. perks what are the perks of this job i don't i couldn't really <laughs> understand what the perks were because so you have all- to get you have to hand someone a cup of your worn warm urine you have to spend days watching <laughs> anti-union video then you have to chant yeah and lead a chant mm-hmm. every single day and you're not allowed to talk to your employees, your fellow employees. You have to be, like, by yourself all the time in Walmart. And if they catch you talking to someone else, the managers will get mad at you. And they'll be like, what's that look like to the customers? So you can't it doesn't look like you're working, pretty much. The only For time what? you can be together is to... For, like, $7 an hour in the States? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was about no, five thanks. years ago. No, Recently, thanks. it's gone up to $11 an hour, which oh. is a little bit better yeah because they literally had to deal with so many lawsuits and so much other bullshit like they oh i forget what the number is but walmart employees are responsible for taking like 82 million dollars of taxpayer money or something like that 
Like it all just goes to 86 million. Why? In one year of Walmart to Walmart employees because they still have they still they can still partially qualify for the welfare program. Oh, I've heard about this, how they like systematically keep them on a low enough wage so that they don't have to like fully pay them. And so they can get food stamps. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't really understand that. I don't get it. Where I don't is... get why anyone's working there. I right? get that there's a job scarcity. I understand that. But yeah, that sucks. That's rough. I know. Right. And the health benefits aren't even that good. They're constantly in some sort of like health benefit battle of like whether they owe them the benefits or not and like how terrible they are. And then the kids benefits and how one of the kids isn't insured and only like the other one can be. And then you have to find like Sorry, an outside well, only insurance. insure one of your kids. Kind of. your favorite. <laughs> Which one do you like the most? recommend the oldest. (laughs) Is there one that's sicker than the other? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, they're so sad. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Um, Someone um, in like a YouTube comment, because I watched this YouTube video about what it's like to work at Walmart, and someone in a YouTube comment said that they had to um, do the chant in front of the doors while customers were waiting outside for the store to open. And they would just have to stand there and like do the chant and the customers would point at them and laugh at them. And be like, well, like, what the hell are you doing? That's and so then mean. is that so messed up? And then eventually it got moved up to nine o'clock. So the customers were in the store now and they would have to kind of like sit there nice. and do it. I nice. <laughs> Somehow they thought that that was better. I don't know. Maybe Ugh. more people were involved. Not 100% sure. <laughs> um, another one said that the staff was divided um, into like 50 50 into two sections. They kind of intentionally separate them. And um, I quote, the submissive, weak-minded, snitch, teacher's pet, ass sucks. <laughs> and then you have the normal workers. <laughs> How can you be a teacher's pet at Walmart? Oh, uh, you just suck up to the managers, what I guess. What happened in your life <laughs> that made you do that? I don't know, but they get treated better than the than these oh, three fair. thinkers who, like, They probably like, don't have to lead the chant. But they probably did lead the chant to become the They probably pet. love it, though. They're, yeah, like, to be the favorite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah like want to do it today and they're like hell yeah oh god it's so sad <clears throat> um glass door said that management ignores their needs wage is minimal glass door. <laughs> yeah i mean you have to go to glass door to see what it's like on the actual how many, inside how many you know? reviews did they have like eight thousand. yeah i believe that <laughs> <So many reviews. laughs> oh my gosh um they said that they only care about profit and if you speak up in any way they will write you up for something later like maybe in the moment they oh, won't be like this is an like, issue, mm-hmm. but they'll they'll remember it. They'll be like, "Oh, you're a free thinker. You were uh, two minutes. You were thirty seconds late." So, um... <laughs> There's the door, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people have reported to have gotten PTSD <gasps> from working at Walmart. Honestly, I believe this. I believe this. I swear to God, the PTSD from minimum wage jobs is a real thing. Yeah, I working at it. the little gym. Mm. and working at the ranch for like months after i swear i would have like stress dreams about them like i would still dream about them and like dread going to work even though i wasn't working there i just feel like anxious and awful and like not want to go dude that's so terrible ptsd is real ptsd is real i can't believe it like how can people people get away with this they can't keep getting yeah seriously it's the customers are terrible like and at walmart you don't feel good about your job well like you do but i feel like the people who are a little bit more like maybe grounded don't actually feel good about their jobs because it's taking away from a lot of like mom and pop shops or any other store that could possibly exist walmart is just pricing them out which i'm pretty sure is an illegal strategy to be that much 
better prices than your competitors. Yeah, I think they can justify it, though, as, like, they're providing affordable food yeah. for people, right? Like, they can be like, oh, prices are just too expensive and more than the affordable option. And oh. we've talked about how they're literally, like, so big and have so much money and so much power yeah. that they're stronger than government. So, yeah, I don't think it really matters if it's illegal. You know what? That's a good point. They, Walmart they can do no wrong, pass. apparently. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, um, so, Sam Walton, who died in 1992... Um, some locations still sing happy birthday to him. <laughs> More recently, I don't know if you guys saw this in the news recently, but uh, recently it was the 4th of July in America and oh, no, no, someone no, in Walmart no, no. started yeah. singing the national anthem and other shoppers came out of the aisles and conglomerated is the word I'm going to use and started singing the national anthem with them. And they were all just standing there completely still, hand on heart, just being like, oh, Sega. <laughs> it was like the most morose sounding national anthem ever. But apparently it works. That's scary. You know where it's I so saw that? Where? I saw that in Thailand, which oh. is a monarchy. I, where I see where you're going. They with this. are very mean to people who <laughs> don't appreciate the monarchy. Yes. And so I was in like a market the monarchy. and the national anthem just started playing over speakers. I don't know where the speakers were. There wasn't really music playing before, like all of a sudden national anthem. And literally every single person in the market froze. Like stop moving. Mid sentence, stop talking. Is that like an intimidation like, tactic? I don't understand. What... And then the national anthem was over. Everyone just kept walking, talking, picking. Like it was <laughs> the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But dude. that's what Walmart reminds me of. Which, <sighs> dude, I think America uh, that should teach you are something. You okay, America? <laughs> yeah, seriously, you're so afraid it of sound monarchy. Like a democracy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't you want a free? Sounds pretty fucked up, eh? I think there's also this thing where, like, singing and chanting together and doing that kind of thing is a way. It's like a group. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bonding experience. And it kind of is, like, also the national anthem. (laughs) You know, I just feel like there's so many similarities between America as a country and And Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) It's so insane. Yeah. They both chant and sing and like stop at the exact same time. Yeah. They all don't really get treated that well. No. The governments don't really care about no. them. Their people aren't very well paid. Uh-uh. Like, watch out. The food is cheap, I guess. <laughs> but there's, oh, it's so weird. So I don't know. Does it make countries a little bit more cultish? Countries? Yeah. Well, like America, maybe. Maybe not America. all countries. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's an opinion. America's a cult. America is a cult the entire, just the entire <laughs> the whole, I mean, Except Georgia. Except why? <laughs> why Georgia? I <laughs> America, I don't understand. America, explain. Somebody explain, please. Something alarming, too, I learned about Walmart is that you can buy guns and ammo there. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. And sometimes they don't have people. It's called the sporting goods section. And sometimes they don't have people to staff the sporting goods section. So Jill just put like a random person. And these people are handing out licenses to hold guns. And they're like, I don't know why there's so many school shootings. You're literally so good at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone can walk in and get one. Yeah, and getting a license, like it, it's your lucky day. Someone from freaking Cold Foods is working in sporting goods. They don't know anything. <laughs> yes. Sure, have a gun. <laughs> right? Okay, so that's kind of the uh, culty atmosphere. Next, I have some complaints against Walmart because there was one that I really wanted to share with you guys. Um, there was this person, these two people who 
uh, worked in Walmart in Utah, and they were confronted by a shoplifter who pulled a handgun out and was threatening another employee and holding them hostage in an attempt to, like, leave some office or something like that and just just escape unharmed or whatever. And some other three employees managed to disarm and subdue the shoplifter, saving their co-worker. And all four of those people held on to the person with the gun until the police arrived. And then a week later, the employees were fired for violating a company policy, which requires employees to disengage and withdraw from any situation involving a weapon. And they were fired. They were literally let go. And they settled outside of court because they took they took Walmart to court. They were like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, no this? kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I think that's outside of company policy when somebody's life is on the line. Right? Like you do what you can. You don't be like, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to let you die because Walmart policy Ugh. says that I'm supposed to walk away. So good luck. And then to get fired for that, to save someone's life. And then Walmart's like, but you can't work a minimum wage job, but you're a hero. But you actually can't work here anymore. But also to have to risk your life for a minimum wage job. We're really getting into the details. <laughs> we are. We are. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. It's so not. fucked up. Oh, my God. Ugh. Ah, yikes. Um, there was another Walmart executive who was facing charge of the embezzlement. Um, nice. He would, <laughs> he, uh, he would, like, hear about these union projects going on, and then he would bribe the employees to not form a union. And all of the money, like, was unofficially paid by him, but it was looked at as donations or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so dumb. Also, they don't have AED machines. Like, oh, are those the... Mm-hmm. Someone died of a... Two people um, died of heart attacks at Walmart because they didn't have AED right, machines. That's fine. And they d- still won't put them in the store because it's their right not to. That's why they've gotten to split them out of their misery. Yeah. <laughs> Just add it out. Put them down like a horse. Just, <laughs> There's no AED. There's machine. no hope for you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Ugh, Lord. So, I'd, I have a couple more little points here. Stick with me, everybody. The Sam Walton way. The Walmart way, as other people call it. Okay. So the managers are called coaches and servant leaders. Um, <laughs> and they're I don't know what the servant leader like their job thing title. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Do they put that like on their resume when they quit? They're like, I was a I was, servant leader. I don't know. It's so oh, weird. because so It's like meant to be that they are a servant to their people. That is not what that, that's not what that is. <laughs> that is not what that is. It's so uncomfortable. And then some of them are like deemed coaches. I don't know. And then they're mandatory um, it's mandatory for them to learn about their employees and to get to know them on a personal level. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. And you have that. to try to have a conversation with, like, no. every new employee and try no. to get to know them. Mm-mm. Lead an example. Blah, 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 blah. Seriously, dude. Like, we're just, we have a professional relationship. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. My goal is to leave here on time as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And they do this thing. I think a lot of companies do this, though, too. I'm pretty sure, not to throw Starbucks under the bus, but I'm pretty sure they do this, too, where they refer to their employees as associates or business partners yeah. to make them feel directly involved with, yeah. like, the ongoing Partners. Yeah. You're a partner, and you can kind of know about, like, uh, you get, like, first stocks or something like that. You get to buy into the company, feel involved Great. in the company. Great. We get to make the company richer. Yeah. We can use our wages and then buy company stock <laughs> for them. Directly back we're... into the money. 
partners. Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay, finally, I'm yeah. going to bring you guys into a little conspiracy theory. Yes, I love Because it. now that we know that it's kind of a cult, uh-huh. let's, let's see what everyone else thinks about it. So there was mm-hmm. this c- conspiracy called the Martial Law Conspiracy. Okay. Where people thought that Walmarts were being closed down and turned into FEMA camps, which are similar to concentration camps. <gasps> And they were being set up secretly all over the place to use as a holding place for Ooh. Americans. For Americans? Yeah, because they were going to, like, take all Americans <laughs> and put them in these FEMA camps and then brainwash them so that they could start a new world order. Can that I was the plan of, for, like, the military to, like, take over. Yeah. Did you somehow get this conspiracy theory from QAnon again? <laughs> think that like catholics are gonna start being like prosecuted you know oh yeah i don't think this is a q8 on one this was made in 2015 i don't know how long q8 has been around for but maybe it was a little bit it feels like it's got a hint of republican (laughs) dude i feel like everything in america has a hint of republican sprinkled on there So, it's so crazy so 2015 here's their evidence in 2015 five walmarts were closed down in six different states um for six months the employees got five hours notice and they got a 60-day severance package so everyone was like this is sketchy this is weird i honestly suddenly don't have a job but i have a severance package i guess blessed they were closed down for plumbing problems but they never reopened (laughs) i mean i feel like i feel like people in the neighborhood would notice if there were Americans being held in a Walmart in the plaza, you know, because yeah. Walmarts are like in plazas, yeah. you know, you'd walk by and That's be a like, good point. oh, there's screaming, you know, this brings me to another point. Oh, there was. So um, in America, I'm not 100% sure if this is a proven fact, but there are tunnels under America. I think there's <laughs> that the military uses. <laughs> I think there's tunnels under like D.C. Okay. I don't know if there's tunnels just under America. Well, they created this map, right, of, like, the tunnels, of the proposed tunnel system. They tried to figure out the secret tunnel system, and they noticed that all the Walmarts that closed down were located on top of tunnel entrances, or, like, tunnel entrances and stuff like that. People around the neighborhood said, one person said they saw a helicopter going into one of the Walmarts, like, landing down Mm -hmm. into, into the now abandoned Walmart. Another person said that they saw a tank going through the okay. street and um yeah, just the, one person saw that yeah nobody else noticed the tank driving down the street nobody else um, noticed the tank okay <laughs> okay that that checks out and then their final little bit of evidence oh no there's two pieces of evidence okay. so the final the second final one is that this woman went to this pharmacy and um, that was still open in walmart and she wanted to pick up some medicine or something like that and the cops were everywhere and they were like interrogating her and asking her what they were doing there and all of the windows in the walmart were blacked off and closed and like painted over black and stuff like that and um she was filming and recording to see because she wanted to show people the conspiracy and the policewoman asked her to stop recording and was being aggressive with her and didn't want her to record the entire situation which was very much why would they keep the pharmacy open if they were holding people hostage well, they were preparing it to hold people hostage. They're not holding them there yet, but they need to gut the entire place and, I guess, fix the plumbing. But so that they still got to get people get their people. medicine, you know? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand why they would Maybe be like, let's keep up. the pharmacy open. <laughs> Maybe it was just to make people think it's business as usual. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to open up again. We're going to open up again. And then they just never did. Possibly. 
And the final piece of evidence, with which this one is damning, I'm not gonna lie. The word Walmart. Oh no no <laughs> I no no I can't. Wall spelled backwards no! is law. <laughs> Mart is half of Marshall. If you flip them, it's Mart Law. Marshall Law. <laughs> that's that's how you know. Marshall's not spelled with a T. Yeah, Marshall Law is spelled with a T. What's martial law? Martial law is when um, the military takes over a place. Isn't and, like, a military martial like M A R S H? M A R R T I A O or something like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Better watch out. <laughs> God, guys. So watch out for Walmart in literally every sense of the term. I mean, don't work there. Try Walmart. not to go there, maybe. I mean, it's putting a lot of people out of business. If you can, if you can you split the word in half them. and then mix them <laughs> it's tipsy turny in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Translate them into Latin. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it means exactly what you think it does. That, I, I mean... I'm a bit of a cynic. I think we know this. Bit of a cynic. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't buy this one. This one doesn't, uh, this, I, yeah. I don't understand why Americans are being held hostage. If they wanted to create a new world, they would have to hold everyone hostage, not just a select few. Why would they keep the pharmacy open and then be mad when somebody comes in? Right, right. I don't know about that Walmart closing. I don't get that, but whatever. It's Walmart. I don't care. Um, and yeah, maybe they just uh, went out of business. Yeah, the tank thing. One person saw a tank. One person saw a helicopter. I forget that's a helicopter. That name thing is the biggest stretch I've ever heard. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It does not. It does not. There's a lot of words of a lot of businesses that if you turn backwards and then split in half and put the front in the back, it probably makes something mm. that is almost another word. Look into that, guys. That's the other thing. It's not even that word. It's, I know. it's like March Law. Not. And also, how would Sam Walson have known from like 19? Yeah, that this he was going to do this. We're going to start the business. We're going to run it for so many years until it's everywhere. And then we're going to shut down only a few and start <laughs> holding Americans hostage. Yeah. But we're going to name it something so that when people rearrange it, they can figure out exactly what we're it's doing. It's a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a really good point. They they really should be more stealthy. I feel like if something were going on, there wouldn't be this many clues. That's okay. That's a big thing about conspiracy theories. Is that they find the clues. Why are there so many clues? Like there's some clues that are not clues, but they're people discovering information. Yeah. But when it's something that's a clue like that, that's not how cover-ups work. <laughs> They're not like, I never want anyone to discover this, but let's leave them a clue. Yeah. They're like, we're going to make this completely as far secret. away as we can right. from the thing and make no one suspect. So there's not, if it's a cover-up, there's going to be no clues. Maybe someone wants them to know about it, though. Like, maybe there's an American. The person who named Walmart in, in okay. <laughs> like, when is it? The 60s, the 80s? I don't know, like the 80s, yeah. <laughs> they wanted them to know about the thing that's going to happen in 2021. So well, they just were like, they were we should them. name it Walmart. <laughs> just putting the name out there. And everyone was like, why? <laughs> no reason. Uh, yeah, in reality, I think it was just named after Sam. Wal. What? Oh. <laughs> Walmart? I forgot what his last name was. Oh. We like, 
I think it's Sam. named after Sam. And then you were like, Wall. I was like, uh, Sam Watson. They have a Sam's Club, too. I don't know what it is, but they have a oh. Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah, a little secret society within Walmart. Just whatever. Oh, dude. I do believe Walmart's a cult. I don't buy the conspiracy. Yeah. That's okay. But I mean, it sounds like the conspiracy maybe was created to keep people off of Walmart. And the fact that Walmart is the cult. That is the thing that we should be focused on. Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not the military. No. It's the Walmart itself. It Try is, not to go it to is Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that is the issue here. Stay away from Walmart. That is the opinion this week. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the podcast episode of the in-person Zoom call. Yeah, Still uncomfortable, still awkward, but we're getting through it. <laughs> um, and my like opinion, I guess you could call it for this week, is, as I said, it's very similar to Lydia's. Um, and uh, mine is, is that company culture is short for cult. <laughs> is my opinion. And I'm going to use this specific example of Disney as a workplace to kind of talk about like the cultiness and also just how like sketch Disney is and weird Disney is. Like I didn't really ever know until... I mean, it's not going to be much about theme parking. I know Lydia (laughs) really deep dove into theme parking. I'm not talking about like the rides and the the experience as a user, but you know. Um, but first, I'm going to go through. I found a little resource called Five Signs That Your Business Might Be a Cult. Oh my God. And I thought I'd take us through those so we really can understand what it is. And some of it is kind of relevant to the Walmart oh, example, it. which is cool. Um, <clears throat> but just like a little background. So, most religions at some point have been called a cult, yeah. accused of being a cult. Um, but as young people are becoming kind of more secular, and moving away from religion and away from the church, they're looking for belonging and purpose, and they get uh, <laughs> and they get really strongly sucked into communities like work workout groups, uh, fandoms, or even their place of work. Oh, so it's almost like these groups and these things are taking the place of religion. They have to in young exist. people's lives, which I think is kind of interesting. That is super interesting. Oh my god! Um, and one survey found that forty two percent of people define themselves by their job. And that number was even higher for people under 40. Oh, interesting. So jobs are going a little bit too far. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the first sign that they have here is that buzzwords, when buzzwords go too far, meaning like when companies have entire languages and like short forms and things to call everything that you don't understand unless you're in the company, unless yeah. you're of a certain like status in the company so as you work your way up you get to know more of the language um so it can manipulate employees into staying for longer because they feel like they're a part of something that only they understand oh my god and i think my workplace is a cult I the, language, the language that they use you can't use at another workplace True. like you get to know it so well and it's not True. applicable or like translatable so it just like keeps you sucked in for a really long time Wow, that is so eye-opening. I love it. Yeah, I definitely think my workplace is kind of a cult. I've learned so much, and now I'm like, what am I going to do with all this knowledge if I don't work there anymore? 
it just feels like such a waste of knowledge and learning you know and what? time. I memorized 120 different types of tea when I worked at Davis Tea. <laughs> knowledge that I will never use again in my life. Right. So I feel you. I feel you. It's hard to let go of that. You know, <laughs> you want to be able to use that knowledge. <laughs> um, so the second one is people asking to take things offline, which I didn't totally understand, but I think it's like off the record. Oh, okay. So like getting working without getting paid kind of thing. Maybe like you just kind of do work because you yeah, like under it. the table just stuff. for the passion. Oh yeah. Work. <laughs> um, and the next one was work takes care of everything. So this is when you have uh, on-site gyms, catered lunch. Oh my god. Uh, after work happy hours, and employees start to feel like they have no reason to leave work at all, and you suddenly feel like you can't leave this company because who's going to cut my hair? I have everything that oh. I need. At work. Whoa. This kind of reminds me of Pat- Patagonia because they have the yeah. daycare like right inside of there. Yeah. And they have everything you need just in there. And you become friends and you have like flex time. And I read this. Um, I read this paper in first year. It was like this anthropologist who did her study on Wall Street and the culture of Wall Street. Yeah. And she talked about how they only hired like they targeted young men mm-hmm. who didn't have close relationships with their families or life partners because they could manipulate them better into staying at work for longer because they didn't have any reason to go home and then they would offer them if they stayed if you stayed past a certain time they would pay for your meal and pay for your taxi home oh my god so it encouraged them to stay at work for like 12 hours a day whoa and they had no reason to go home because they didn't have families and they didn't have partners and friends so they would purposely pick loners (laughs) dude take the personality test they'll only hire you if you're a loner dude that's so insane and the thing is too that they all put it under this guise of being such a good company and we're doing it for you and we love our employees and it's all for you because we want your life to be fulfilled and yeah. like you can still have a job and live a full life kind of thing <laughs> you can work for us 80 hours and still enjoy the 10 that you have left <laughs> right to sleep like oh god and that's funny because one of the signs that you're um i kind of noticed that i mixed two sources into one so there's going to be more than five probably (laughs) but one of the ones is that personality tests are used to place employees into boxes Um, and decisions are made based on each employee's personality type and this is really common in big companies where it's hard to get to know every employee so you just begin to define yourself as your personality type and that's how they arrange the structure of work i am disturbed i had to take a personality test to get the job that i have now go first thing i had to do before my first I don't know interview if that's the best way to do it which is weird because when we talked about job interviews right. we were both like personality test is such a good way to do it yeah. but like now i don't know if they are because they're just looking for like the people they can exploit i'm not necessarily talking about your job i don't want to like make you feel bad about your job but there are definitely workplaces like maybe Walmart who picks loners Whoa. are looking for people that they can like exploit and that will stay loyal to them and not care if they underpay them. Yeah, yeah. Because at least it's like somewhere to go and something to do. Holy yeah. shit. Um, oh workplaces that provide a lot of amenities, again, like the Xboxes, um, and they're not normally beneficial for the employee or the employer because... Um, For the employer, obviously, people playing Xbox in the middle of the day isn't really good for your business or good for productivity. Right. Um, But for the employees, there's a stigma as being seen as the person who is playing ping pong or the person who's playing Xbox while other people are working. Yeah, you have to have a thing like Mm -hmm. in your workplace. Otherwise, you're like 
Yeah, and, and this then was in an episode of How I Met Your Mother, they were like, "You have to have a thing. You have to be a guy, otherwise you're going to get let go." Like, there's back massage guy, there is like fantasy football. No, guy. but if you're seen doing that, people are like, "You're not working. You're slacking off. Everybody oh. else is working." So there's like this stigma around taking time off of work That's and taking time off of your job. So they don't use them. And then if you use them, you have to stay longer to get your work oh done because you took two hours to play ping pong. What the fuck? <laughs> um so yeah they don't really work this one i thought was really funny so it's team building exercises sign of a cult no way because they're a gimmick because if there's an issue in a team it's a hundred percent of the time leadership's fault yeah that's good and it's not them admitting that it's leadership's fault yeah um and it's often that there's like some sort of block that the team just needs to like sit down and talk about and that like popping balloons between your legs with your team isn't going to solve that. Yeah, probably not. Ever. So <laughs> they don't really work and they can also make issues worse by creating like competitive rifts between the team. Oh, okay. Like a lot of the oh. time they'll pin like sales against marketing. Yeah. And it can make the rift grow bigger if they're like, oh, we won and you lost, you losers. Like it can actually make things worse. And they're like, well, at least I didn't fuck up that account. <laughs> yeah. And also putting a team that doesn't communicate in a high stress situation where they have to communicate I don't think it's the best thing for a team. That doesn't sound like it's the most healthy or comfortable. Yeah. How can you how can you work together (laughs) on a team? Literally. If you can't communicate. Oh my God. Dude, that's so crazy. That's like on the freaking Walmart floor, man. Don't talk to someone. If I see you talking to someone, it means you're slacking off. (laughs) Literally. Um, and then the last one I'll do before I jump into Disney World is um companies discouraging or prohibiting critical thinking. Oh my god, no uh, free thinkers. Or like <laughs> speaking out, then you might be more of a cult than a company. Oh Jesus. Oh my god. So let's get into the world of Disney. Yeah, let's do it, Mr. Walmart. So first of all, Crazy. as you had discussed with Walmart and mm-hmm. how maybe it wasn't about Walmart. No, it was about Walmart. How they don't call their employees employees. Yeah. They call them something else. Associates. Yes. So at Disney, you're not called an employee. You're called a cast member. Oh, Because yeah, your job is to that. keep the illusion of Disney yeah. alive. Um, and actually, if you're in view of any guests, you're considered to be on stage. On stage? Yeah. <laughs> and they have like lines all over the park. And if you step over a line into an employees only section, you're considered off stage. Oh. So it is kind of like That's cool. you're in. I didn't know that was only for the employees. I honestly thought that was only for, like, the princesses. No, and... anyone. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Even if you're working in, like, one of the retail stores or something like that, you're off stage and on stage. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, also, cast members are prohibited from saying that they played certain characters. Like, if they had to dress up as the character and walk around, you have to say that you hung out with the characters. Oh. Because the characters <laughs> are apparently real. So you can't say that you played them. You hung out yeah, with, with Nikki today. Together with him. Oh, my God. But you were actually just inside of him. Oh, my oh. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so morbid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And That's kind of interesting. This doesn't seem too culty so far. I'm not going to lie. It just kind of seems like fun, maybe. Yeah. I might be a little brainwashed into this whole, like, Disney fantasy a little bit. It's a little weird. There's stuff that gets weird. (laughs) It's the little kids, though. Like, the the demographic is supposed to be, There's so many adults that are into Disney. You know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. I think kids Mm. that are into Disney have parents that are into Disney. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's probably true. So it's an experience for both of them. Yeah. Disney knows that. Let's go in. When you get hired at Disney, your uh, training is called the Disney indoctrination course 
literally called that. Okay. <laughs> this is my they red, do not hide it. This is like this the second red, red line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and they basically show you endless films about Disney's history, the parks, and the feeling that the word Disney invokes in people. Oh. For like days. You just sit in a room oh, and watch these movies. It's like a windowless room. No speaking, no talking. One thirty minute break. <laughs> yep. Don't form a union. And then you have to sign a contract agreement that you will work whenever and however long Disney wants you to. Okay. Um, but most people are really happy. <laughs> I was going to about say. it. Um, and employees actually compete to see who can work the most 20 hour shifts than uh, the rest of the employees. <clears throat> this is interesting. I think that people maybe who apply to Disney and find themselves in a position to work for them may already be brainwashed into disney yeah they do it pretty well eh? <laughs> i know that's so crazy it starts before they even get hired yeah so then i can totally imagine how all this onboarding stuff is like so fun to them and they get to learn the secrets of and they're disney. like i'm part of the disney magic yeah they've been brainwashed into appreciating the disney magic and now they're getting brainwashed into like your job is your passion, so you can work for 20 hours in a row without a break and then only get five hours to sleep and come back and work another 20 hours. Like, that's how much Whoa. they work. It doesn't matter what time, doesn't matter. And, like, there's laws against that. Yeah. Like, you have to have eight hours between shifts. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter at Disney. They don't pay attention to them. Damn, that's so crazy. But the employees are so happy to do it. That's so interesting. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, And they only pay $8 an hour. So oh, a lot God, of employees wage, no. <laughs> have to work 20 hours. Because then they get overtime. Okay. Well, so they kind of keep them in this that. like economic <laughs> need. Yeah. Um, so that they do work these like 20 hours. And then this, again, this like pride and competition over mm-hmm. you're like better than everyone else if you can work 20 hours in a row. Dude, that's so crazy. That's That reminds me of like the tech tech life and yeah. stuff like that. Like technicians like want to. Who can burn out faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like. Oh, I just came back from a midnight to 6.30 in the morning shift. And now I'm working from 7.30 until uh, 6.30 in the evening. And then after that, I have a show from 11 o'clock until 12 o'clock. Oh, it's like, okay, dude. It's you're like, not, who's the most tired is cool. the competition. You know, you're not. It's not. like the um, Japanese culture thing. Where yeah. It's like you're seen napping. It's seen as like you overworked yourself. So it's seen as honorable. That's kind of tech culture too yeah except you don't nap you just to tell everyone that you want to nap yeah exactly you're like i'm so tired all the time and it's like yeah. well why don't you go to bed and they're like i gotta work <laughs> i gotta work I'm like don't you have enough money like you're getting paid 22 to 28 dollars an hour i don't know but that's that's a totally different thing because the shifts yeah. are like four hours to six yeah hours and like they're, and they're getting paid always minimum wage at disney so they're not even being paid for like seriously the pain um, they also don't give days off. What? There was this story um, that somebody, a former Disney cast member, was telling that there was one person who told Disney about her wedding day nine months in advance. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they gave her a day off, but the day was not her wedding day. <laughs> and they told her she could get married and quit or work around their schedule. <laughs> For her wedding day, nine months in advance. That is. Insane. And they were just like, who's in charge here? Take this day. <laughs> it's not the right one, but that's all you get. Oh, my God. I hope she... Oh, dude, that's that's rough. Because it's like, 
if you quit Disney, like you probably are, are banned forever. You probably can't yeah. ever work there again. Blacklisted. And if you're, it's Disney is. She life. wouldn't cancel her wedding for us, so she can never come back. Yeah, what the fuck? Absolutely. Not. <laughs> That's so stupid for minimum wage, girl. Oh my god. <clears throat> the people. So there's face characters, which are like the Cinderellas and stuff like that, that like show their face, and they're paid three dollars more an hour than the people who wear the costumes, which are called furries. Oh no, that is what they're called. (gasps) They call them furries. So the face characters are paid more than the furries, um, which creates a lot of resentment and rivalry between the two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one is more work, to be completely honest, because the suit is fucking hot. In the suit, you're not allowed to speak, though. You don't, like, you just, you just walk around silently. You can't say anything, which is kind of nice to not have to talk to people. It's not bad. You just have to, like, act with your body that you're, like, super happy. You you don't need to smile. (laughs) There was this employee story. There's so many crazy stories online. But, um... She used to play Goofy and, like, walk around and do a bunch of random stuff. Mm-hmm. And then her her boss made her start playing a different character mm-hmm. because her ass was getting too fat. And <laughs> Goofy doesn't have a big butt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You gotta play Daffy Duck now. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, Bro, uh-huh. <laughs> that's so much. That's so much. You know, that's just like a lot. A lot. That's a lot to like notice about a person. That's a lot to talk about. They're pretty sure that that's got to be illegal on a lot of levels. There to must be, be like some your sort butt, of harassment your ass thing. is too fat. You too because thick, Goofy girl. doesn't have a fat ass. Like <laughs> you're not Goofy no more. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be like sexual harassment. Um, look at my butt. Um, also, the furries, they're told during training that if they have to throw up, they have to throw up inside their uniforms. They're not allowed to take off their mask for any reason at all. So they have to throw up in their uh, uniforms and then they have to cover one of their eyes and raise their hand to alert maintenance that they just like were sick in their costume and need help. Oh, my God. So if you ever see a character... <laughs> Run. You know what that means. Run away. <laughs> Ew, that's so fucking gross. Yeah. Dude, I would just be like, gotta go, kids. Yeah. Silently back away. You can't say anything, though. You can't talk. Oh, dude, that's so sad. That's fucking nasty. That's nasty. I don't know. I would rather be a freaking speaking character. Where are they going to throw up? Cinderella just like vomits in a garbage Ugh. can. <laughs> there was there was a story about one of the face characters like fainting. Oh, shit. Aww. Somebody, yeah. Um, so, so to be a face character, though, you first of all have to be a certain height and weight to yeah. play the character. I heard about that. Um, you're not allowed to have any knowledge of the world when you're in character. So, Oh, like the real world? Yeah, so you can't have phones. You can't, oh, okay. like, if somebody asks you a question, like, where is Harry Potter world? You have to be like, what's Harry Potter? Oh, <laughs> You can't. If somebody like gives you their phone to like take a picture or something, you have to pretend they don't understand what it is. Like you just have to pretend that you have absolutely no knowledge of the real world. That's so funny. Or that you're in Disney or something. Yeah. Like that's kind of like fun magic. Um, they also go through autograph training for like days so that every single guest receives the exact same autograph no matter who's playing the role. Oh, wow. They are so committed to this shit, dude. Oh my god. The magic is so alive. So beautiful. Um, this one's kind of funny. So cast members are not allowed to have duplicate names. So if you get hired on to Disney and somebody else is already working there named Lydia, you have to change your name. (laughs) You have to come up with it. They give you a list of names and you have to choose an alias name from it. They don't do like last initial. 
your name is just now like cotton like it's really <laughs> weird names what or like river because they've had to use so many names right yeah there's, like so many duplicates uh, they just run out of names you have to just change your name what the fuck why i don't know that's so can't, I, I, like as somebody at a theme park Ooh. i don't think i would notice if i walked up to one person and the yeah. name on their name tag was the same as somebody in the other part of the park yeah like i do not problem. understand that at all damn that's just part of having that like work work identity work personality mm. They give you That's something hella, so personal. Like, intense yeah. to be like, your name is no longer your name. <laughs> you have to like learn a new name for this job. Oh, God. I would do it. <laughs> uh, there's also a whole section of training that is dedicated to teaching staff or sorry, cast members mm. how to pick up garbage. Oh. Because they cannot squat and scoop it up. There's a certain... swooping motion that they have to do to pick up garbage and there's like a whole day in training dedicated to picking up garbage that's so (laughs) crazy what the fuck yeah dude the magic is so alive i would love to learn how to like pick up garbage like a princess it's a swoop i like how they're like allowed to pick up garbage too though they have to oh they have they have to there's like they're very strong about very intense about the park being clean the park is so much so that apparently maintenance staff often have nothing to do because oh my God. they clean it so much. There's normally like nothing for them to clean up. Wow. And if staff see some garbage, like they're not allowed to walk away from it. They have yeah. to pick it up. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. How long did you say the training is for the. I have no idea. Oh, oh I think it's like it's a day of it said like a day of training. I don't oh, know if it's okay. a whole day, half the day, whatever. Yeah. But there's a whole section of training dedicated to picking up garbage. I have to do that like 18 times a day. Dude, that would go crazy. <laughs> um. There's some things that are kind of similar to other jobs. Like if somebody asks them a question, they're not allowed to say, I don't know. Um, what do they say? They either have to know everything or find oh. somebody like really quickly that knows the answer. They're oh. not allowed to like keep people waiting. Hmm. Um, cast members can't post anything about their job on social media. Oh. Okay. That's cool. Um, okay, so these are kind of all in one, but... So they have a bunch of underground tunnels across the whole park Ooh. connecting sections so that if characters need to get from one end to the other, yeah. they're not seen like walking through the wrong world or something, something oh, somewhere that they're not allowed to be. So there's tunnels everywhere and there's also cameras everywhere and security watching everything. And there's stories from people like not people that work there, but guests who have been there of security guards literally appearing out of nowhere what because you- like somebody's like um, one of them was like this person's brother got scared on a ride and the ride stopped and he was like i'm gonna get off the ride and he went to go start getting up and like nine security guards appeared out of nowhere and like took him underground and like delivered him somewhere else and there was another one where like somebody was in a big crowd and some lady like pushed him to the side and he like hit his head and security guards literally appeared out of nowhere in the middle of this crowd took him underground to an underground hospital oh my god got him all fixed up and then drove him to his car I'm like, get out. We can't have injury in the Disney park. <gasps> there was another story. That's so crazy. Of a staff member tripping on a root. Okay. On a tree root and falling. And they didn't say anything. And the ambulance was there in two minutes. And maintenance was there in four minutes to fucking chop up the root and get oh. rid of it. 
never again. Oh, like it's really intense. Like they're literally watching everything. There was these other people that were in what? a haunted house talking about like how cool it would be to see how like the haunted house works. Yeah. And some guy literally appeared out of fucking nowhere and was like, I can give you a backstage tour and like took them backstage. They were literally in the middle of a haunted house. That's incredible. It's I, incredible, but it's creepy. It is really creepy. They also oh, have um like holding cells like almost like a prison Disney jail <laughs> under the thing and there's like a lot of stories about because if you steal something they're always watching you and they'll know there was one story where like it was a high school group and there were three people that were stealing stuff for the whole week and they waited until the last day when they were getting on the bus oh. and all the Disney people like surrounded the bus and oh. detained the people and like took them to literal jail not Disney jail oh. because they had been watching them all week and like flagged them oh my god and there was a story of a guy being held all day downstairs because he stole a keychain key on a school trip. Yeah. Dude. And they held him all day downstairs. What? Why? Why do they do this? And they Why questioned they him so and he was like, <laughs> it's a keychain. Like, I wanted to steal I it. What do you mean? I don't have all, like, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> yeah. destroy oh my God. Disney World. Do they really? I guess they need every penny to pay for literally 800 security guards Fucking constantly weird. standing there waiting for the call to happen. Creepy shit. Holy shit, dude. Do you think they're real? Do you think they're like fake security guards? Oh my god, conspiracy theory. Disney has already learned how to teleport and they're not telling I would anyone not. else I about it. I would not doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> From the stories that I've heard, that would not surprise me. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Something really creepy. The music never turns off. So at night when all the oh. guests are gone and staff are walking through, the lights turn off. Mm -hmm. It's dark, but all the music from the rides keep Oh, good. Just creepy. Oh, good. Ash. I feel so good about that. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, um. God. Oh, my God. The world ends. Disney music still plays. Okay. And then I have some, I have some uh, staff uh, employee stories. Just a couple tangent off. Okay. <laughs> so there was one guy once. He worked at the safari. Hold on. <laughs> There was something else that I wanted to cover about the training, actually, before we do that. Oh, okay, okay. It was this guy. He was on a ride. He was trained for, I think it was the safari. And you have to memorize the 22-minute script absolutely word for word. Like, if you say, okay, instead of all right, that's not okay. Oh. Um, and they spend, like, three days in a room with their trainer repeating it. Oh. <laughs> Re like, just back to back repeating it. And if you get one word wrong, they make you start from the beginning and you have to do it again. And they do that for, like, three days in a room. Uh... Okay. Anyways. That literally sounds... Oh, that's one of the stories. Okay. That's, that's a little was. fucked up. That's a little brainwashing yeah. moment for sure. There's also one button on every car that's really close to all the other ones, but if you press it, you immediately get fired. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know what it does. On a but... car? <laughs> yeah, like on all like the oh. safari and like the rides and stuff like that, there's always oh. one button. <laughs> Why does it exist? I don't then? know what it does, but you get fired. <laughs> They're like weeding out the weak. Let's put this button that says fire me. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? So employee stories. Um, so one guy was driving a van. He worked at the safari. Mm -hmm. And there was nobody else on the car. And he was driving across the alligator bridge with his trainer. Um, and they kind of stopped for a minute. And she looked over the side. And she instructed him that if anyone were to ever fall over the side into the alligator pit, mm -hmm. that he was to drive away as quickly as he could so that the guests wouldn't have to watch somebody get torn apart by alligators. That was his instructions if somebody were to fall out of the car. Not try to help them in any way. Drive away as fast as you can. 
okay. Why do they have live alligators at Disney? It is Disney. I feel like they should have animatronic alligators. They have so many animatronic things. Why live alligators that can maul your guests? On another note, which is like completely wild to me, there were other guests who saw an alligator in a river that was just like, it's in Florida. There was just like a natural landscape river, you know? (laughs) And they saw it and they were like, oh, that's so cool. Look at the river. And then the security guards like fucking appeared out of nowhere. (laughs) Took them into a room, apologized to them for like 30 minutes and gave them free lifetime passes because they saw an alligator in a river. They were like, I'm so sorry that natural life exists in this park. Please take this because we couldn't control it. Oh, my And then I guess they like, what's the? I don't know what they do with the alligator after that, but what is that? I I don't think good things are coming for that guy. No, I don't think so either. So it escaped from the pit into the river? No, it's an alligator in the, it's Florida. They just live in rivers and this river is like not a man-made river it's just a river by like that oh. <laughs> is kind of on the outskirts of the park the that like just a wild alligator just lives in he's yeah. just minding his own fucking business living his life and they saw it and they got like lifetime passes and the security guards were like i'm so sorry that happened to you i'm so sorry you had to see that Dude. like please accept these from us okay next time if i ever go to disney i'm just gonna like say everything out loud so yeah. that the security guards show up and just give me like hella free shit also if a family member dies while you're at disney you also get free lifetime passes so you can revisit the place that your family member died forever and ever and ever and relive that trauma spread their ashes but yeah they'll literally just like (laughs) be like i'm so sorry for your last year's a lifetime pass whoa whoa that's kind of fucked up what if you want to take your your like ailing grandparent to their last little hurrah at Disney. Like, do you, do you think they allow people in who are, like, on death's door? <laughs> Just wheel somebody in, like, in, like, like a hospital bed, walk. and you're like, they're fine. <laughs> and the person's like, before I die, I want to give you guys lifetime passes to Disney. <laughs> Amazing. And they just go in. Amazing. Go for it. Oh, they get, like, Someone's got to take one for the team. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I, would, I hope they have AEDs in Disney. <laughs> yeah i bet they do i bet the security guards show up and just damn those security guards are magic they just probably like tap them on the forehead and yeah. then they're fine and they're fine they're, like, <laughs> and they're snapped out of it i'm not dying anymore <laughs> no heart attack <laughs> um and then okay i have one last story which is just kind of funny so this one isn't actually about like disney world but you know how there's disney stores um yeah like in malls yeah, yeah, yeah. so this person was a cast member at the disney store in their local mall and there's a very strict rule that you have to greet every single person that walks in the door within 10 seconds of them entering the store. Oh, well, okay. That's kind of intense, but go off. <laughs> and teenagers on the internet learned about this rule. And there was a viral, like, competition on the internet of you had to try to um, get to the back of the store and grab <laughs> grab a stuffed animal from Plush Mountain and get back to the front before anybody saw you or greeted you. Oh my god, Okay, so funny. And so this person saw a teenager run across the store, and he dove headfirst into the mountain of stuffed animals, <laughs> um, only to quickly find out that they were on risers, and he was taken away <gasps> on a stretcher, and oh. ended up, he ended up being fine, but the girl greeted him while he was in midair, so he <laughs> lost the game. <laughs> so, Disney is intense. Oh god, that's you can't defeat Disney. Taking you can try. A stretcher. And she's like, well, hi, how are you? I was diving, Bro. just like, hey. 
They are super intense. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Commitment. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's a good place to work, though. Like, do people enjoy it? Well, uh, yeah, I guess they must. Um, How long do people stay? It sounds like there's like two groups of people. There's people who get sucked into it for life. They get really into the cult thing. And then there's other people who are like, this is an abusive work structure. I'm working 20, like 80 hours a yeah. week. I'm being paid minimum wage. Yeah. I am being told to throw up inside of a mask. Like it's, yeah. I got to get out of here. Yeah. So I feel like, what, what side would you be on? I feel like you would be on the side that you're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I can't stay. Here. Yeah. I get like the slightest whiff of anything called in a workplace and I'm like, got to go. Yeah. yeah. Got to get out of here. I think, yeah. I think that if a company, especially for minimum wage jobs, if a company is seeming culty at all, yeah. I definitely perceive it as a ploy to exploit you. Yeah. I don't want my minimum wage job to be anything other than a minimum wage job. I want to yeah. go to work. I want to get the money. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. I'll do a good job while I'm there. But I don't want to love it. No. I don't want to find my family there. I don't want to be stuck there for life. <laughs> so in oh, and out. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good way to look at it, especially because it's minimum wage. I mean, like, yeah, pretty much anyone can do it. Yeah. Presumably. And if it was like something like, you know, like a startup that you were helping right. like get off the ground or that you started and like were mm-hmm. really invested in and dedicated to, I could see that being a little bit more culty and me being yeah. okay with it. But for something that like literally could function without you <laughs> your one eight hours of work doesn't change the projection of the company in any way yeah, but like they make it feel like it does they're like everything you do matters it's like okay i love it i mean i love feeling important but some of the things that confuse me about this cult thing is that a lot of them are seen as good leadership tactics like being there for your employees like getting to know I think they them. just take it too like, far I don't know. <laughs> yeah possibly <laughs> I think it's just, yeah, I think it's a way to, like, trap. Especially, okay, the issue that I have is, like, a lot of entry-level positions, especially for companies like, I want to say, like, Apple does this. Lululemon does it. Um, There's some other companies (laughs) that do it. But they basically treat it as if, like, this entry-level position is your career goal. And they, like ask you about what your career goals are within the position and like Mm -hmm. what you're going to do when for most people like getting those jobs is something that they do like until they find their career like most people aren't working retail for a career yeah but then like you have to pretend like it is and like you have all these leadership meetings and like personal growth stuff and it's just like it's it's not for everybody no and if you really valued your employees you wouldn't want them staying in those positions forever you would want them like moving up right but like a lot of them just trap you into these yeah i guess a lot of those people are also kind of involved in the cult though yeah (laughs) which like like, fairly apple does pay well so i mean at least they do that but a lot of businesses will do this without paying their employees well yeah and just like force you into trying to make it sound like it's your life goal to be there how else do you bring up morale though in a workplace how would you be able to be like it's do a good so job easy to do that without being like you have to here. live and breathe this like when i worked at some places like the fact that it was a minimum wage job almost brought up morale mm-hmm. people would be like this sucks but like we're in it together oh, and like if there's true. a shitty customer they come through and then you're like who the fuck was that what are they <laughs> doing like that builds up yeah. morale and like you're still doing good things all together and yeah. like you don't have to bond through chanting you can just yeah you through. can be like this job is kind of rough yeah. but like it's kind of like we're gonna do enemy. it they're paying me to be here so i'm gonna do it yeah but... yeah exactly exactly hmm. yeah i love that but if a manager were to be like 
Uh, like, this is a minimum wage job, so fuck it. Like, do you think that would... It doesn't have to be fuck it, you know? Like, it doesn't have to go that far, but it can be just, like... Not forcing you to do... Not forcing you to live and breathe that job. Yeah. To be like, I realize that this is a job for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're paying you to do... Like, this is the expectation that we have of you to do the job well. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to live and breathe this company. Yeah. yeah. You are here to perform this task. And as long as you yeah. perform it, you're good. Yeah, that's That's so fine. Let's that. bring that back. Let's bring back <laughs> employers that yeah. don't care that much about you. Yeah, yeah. you still have a pretty... Because right now, company. yeah, right now I feel like they still don't care about you, but they're pretending that they do and they're using that as like a manipulation tactic. Yeah, a little bit. Because then you feel so either like do you or can't don't. leave because you're going yeah. like, to let someone down. You yes, don't exactly. You want to let your managers down. So either shit, do it or don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Pick okay. a side. <laughs> either be a cult or don't. <laughs> no, either <laughs> care about your employees <laughs> or don't. Yeah. Don't just pretend to to he- get like yeah. people to stay and prey on lonely people and like Ugh. it's stupid Annoying. dumb <laughs> if you work in a cult quit yeah or i mean stay but just be aware that you're, it might you might be, be in a cult yeah don't get sucked in guys yeah don't get like, sucked into working a minimum wage job for too long take a step back take a little perspective Overlook check situation What's that? <laughs> yeah. That's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I just had like a situation. Mixing business and feelings will only lead to complications. It's true. Damn. Wow. He was Ed Sheeran knew. <laughs> oh, Ed. Oh, how wow. did you know about the cult culture? Boy. You're an artist. He was ahead of his time. I wonder if he had a retail job at one point. Oh my god, 100. Yeah. 100. True. I feel like all artists kind of start off with like, nah, I was a waiter. <laughs> oh man. That was sick. That was so fun. Thanks, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Disney. They have secret clubs in Disney, eh? They have, like, it's called Club 33. Okay. And it's the only place in Disney that you can get drinks at. Ooh. Yeah, and it's so exclusive. You can only be invited or get a plus Invited by one. who? The gods. I don't know. Maybe the, the people that are here like, nowhere. come to Club 33. Like, oh, that would been be chosen. Cool. Oh, that would be so cool if you're in Disney and you're just like, God, I could really go for a margarita. And they're like, <laughs> you asking you shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, that's cool. All right, folks. And that's all. That's all for us. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming. Isn't me uh, oh, shutting her down? Me. Yeah, you're shutting her down. <laughs> Shut her down. All right, guys, and that's the <laughs> that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for bearing with us as we try to figure out how to <laughs> pod in person. How to pod in person. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening to Lydia's opinion about Walmart stay and the far conspiracy away. theories. Stay far away, yes. <laughs> and for listening to my opinion about Disney and about how it's like kind of a strange workplace. Maybe a cult, maybe not. We'll let you guys make that decision <laughs> on your own. You have the facts. And if you want to let us know what you think, you can reach out to us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. Uh, you can email us at hatersclickhere. That's H-H-T-R-S, clickhere at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. We're the unimportant PPL. Of course, we're on TikTok. We sure are. <laughs> and that's it for us this week. Have a great! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>